HRD Talk, the Human Resources Director Podcast. In part one of this series, presented by Workplace Safety and Prevention Services, Bill Borger, CEO, Borger Group of Companies, discusses leadership and his company's tradition of fostering a safety culture in the workplace that promotes employee safety and organizational success. Welcome, Bill. And first of all, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and the work you do uh, with Borger Group of Companies? Thank you, Jeffrey. Yes, I'm the CEO of the Borger Group of Companies. It's a fourth generation, 100 year old family business. And we uh, specialize in heavy civil construction in the Calgary area. Great. And what are your two biggest success metrics? Like, how do you know you are successful? Yeah, so especially when it comes to safety, we rely heavily on the team surveys, uh, things like net promoter score and asking the team, does our culture encourage a culture of safety excellence? Questions like that. Um, But probably the biggest one is when we're following near misses and we're following uh, incidents in the field, the type of incident that is actually happening is, is the metric that we follow closest. So is it uh, best case scenario, someone just made a mistake, uh, in which case I don't get too excited about it. But if it's, if it's a breach of an intentional breach of a policy, it's a sign of a much more serious issue underlying culture. And if it's a leadership position that encouraged someone to breach a policy, then we have a serious cultural issue. And so those are, we follow that. Everyone on our leadership team uh, finds out about any incident or near miss within five minutes of it happening company-wide. Right. Okay. And how are you measuring and validating that you are successful in, in meeting these, these metrics and your safety goals? Well, I mean, we, we've been fortunate enough to win Canada's Safest Employer a few times, and they come and do an independent audit of our organization as part of that, an independent survey. So we count on those survey results and other ones. We like to get a, a net promoter score in a heavy construction business of over 62% which is what we kind of run, and then uh, getting a, does your culture encourage a culture of safety excellence? Uh, We like to see that number close to 95% company-wide of all field team members. Right, Uh, and of course, employees are a big part of this, and and how do you engage your employees on this journey? How how do you get the buy-in from them? Well, you know, it's... It's interesting. You can't just uh, hire people and tell them to get engaged in your programs. And you need to create an environment first that is conducive with that. And so one of the first things is to create a safe environment. And that means a physically safe environment for starters and a psychologically safe environment. So where everybody is treated with dignity and respect and has proper training for dignity and respect and proper training for uh, identifying mental health and wellness in the workplace. And then when you invest in your people, they will invest back in you. And with that, then you can start to bring in fun uh, engagement programs and, and whatnot. And then the second thing that you need to be careful of when you're trying to uh, get engaged team members is when you're bringing in these programs to make sure that it starts with the senior team taking it seriously. So if you bring in a program that is kind of only certain people in the organization are participating in and, this, and the senior team is too, too good for that, then the program will ultimately fail. It actually needs to start as being the most important program at the senior level, and then it'll be adopted throughout the organization. Right, it's kind of a right from the top through the, it's right down to the bottom, a full, full yes. cooperation and buy-in. Right? Yes, and if the senior team, whether it's safety that you're doing or it's an initiative that you're trying to bring in, uh, like I say, first you create that environment, and then when you bring it in, it's built on an environment of authenticity that you're doing it for the team to have a good time and have fun at work, and then it can have some success. But even then, it still needs to be fully endorsed and supported by the senior management team. Mm-hmm. And 
how do you think your personal leadership style has translated uh, to your employees uh, and as well as the overall success of building and enhancing the, the safety culture in your organization? Well, you know, we, uh, I like having fun and mm -hmm. I like uh, kibitzing around with the guys. And so we have a lot of different ways, even though we're fourth generation and the, and the fundamentals of our business is respect for our team and, and appreciating what they've done to help our family succeed. Uh, but my styling in the fourth generation here has definitely been moving towards let's have some fun while we're at work as well. And uh, so we have like coins, coin games, our travel gnomes that are part of innovation. We've <laughs> got when you do, in Borgia University, you get statuses as you progress through Borgia University. We've got Borgia Bucks. We've got a weekly broadcast. And on that weekly broadcast that goes out through the Borger app, I kibitz around with some other people over this broadcast, and we act quite silly. Mm -hmm. And it's just about putting a smile on everybody's face as we kind of start the week, and then going out there as well, just kind of having fun, keeping laughter as part of the workplace environment. Yeah, I guess, I mean, that's a big part of buy-in, obviously, when people are relaxed and, and yes. I guess, more engaged, right? So, yes. Great. Yeah. Uh, so what is next for you on this journey? You know, uh, when, it, when it comes to uh, improving a safety culture and improving any culture, there's getting to a point to um, start leveraging technology better, especially in the construction industry, that uh, there's not a lot of technology out there right now from a safety perspective uh, that is helping people manage through exceptions. So there's a lot of technology that's helping collect the paperwork, but there's not a lot of technology that's telling you you're missing a particular piece of paperwork. And then there's also some other technology about working alone and, and the working alone app that exists out there, and there's a lot of variations on that. So I think over the course of the next five to 10 years, technology is going to be uh, leveraged quite extensively to improve uh, culture and improve the tracking of education and training. And I think it's actually, uh, it's going to be quite exciting what happens in construction in the next five years. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. like with anything, the, the advancement of technology is, seems to be getting more rapid, more rapid. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it, it will be exciting to see what happens and what sort of applications uh, it will mean for all things, especially uh, working on safety culture. Um, so uh, sort of to, before we wrap things up, uh, can you tell, talk a little bit about what ways you have continued the workplace culture commitments that have been longstanding in the Borgia group of companies, and as well as what initiatives are most impactful to your commitment to workplace culture, safety culture? Yeah, and I would, I would, I would say uh, if I was to steal a term that is now now been a bit trendy, it's that servant leadership. So the way that we've always handled it as family is on Saturdays, we always go out and say hello to the men out in the field and thank them for, for working on the Saturdays as well. So we have this uh, culture and organization that when we have a corporate event, uh, the senior management team and the owner sits on the outside tables of the room, never at the center head table, um, just to, because everything in the organization, if, if you make it uh, a status symbol, in other words, if it's important, if you show that something's important, it becomes important through the organization. Whether it's the size of your office or the uh, model of your car or uh, th those things. If you have the nicest car in the fleet and so does the rest of the senior management team, then all of a sudden it becomes a status symbol to have the nicest car. And then if you have the newest nicest car, now it becomes a status symbol to have the newest nicest car. If you have the nicest office, it becomes a status symbol. So eliminating those status symbols and being that servant leader where we put the men and the, and the women that work for our company ahead of ourselves. Um, and then they, they pay us back with an incredible culture that's quite enjoyable to work at. Our company is special that we have um, over 50% of our workforce 
is actually related to someone who worked for Borger in a prior generation. And even this year, like we give out Rolexes every year at 25 years, and even this past year of the six Rolexes that we gave out to 25-year team members, four of them were, their fathers were also 25-year Quarter Century Club members with our team. Well, that's some nice continuity there. We have uh, over 10% of our workforce is actually part of the Quarter Century Club, like Mm -hmm. our active workforce is part of the Quarter Century Club today at Borger. And I think it's close to 75% has been with us for over 10 years. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. that's something a lot of companies nowadays would, uh, I'm sure, love to have that kind of, of yes. retention ratio for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Bill Borger of Borger Group of Companies, thanks very much for, for joining us on this podcast and, uh, and sharing your successes, your company's successes with us. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you for listening to this installment of HRD Talk. For more from our partners at Workplace Safety and Prevention Services and resources for better safety in the workplace, visit them at wsps.ca. That's wsps.ca. Be sure to follow HRD Talk for more episodes of this series.